You're listening to teaching from the Castle Hills Christian Church in San Antonio, Texas. More information about Castle Hills Christian Church is available at chccsa.com. Good evening. Once again, we just uh, are so happy to be part of uh, this night in which we remember one of the greatest events or the greatest greatest event in the history of humanity. And that is the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, it's, it's really interesting in our Christmas story that we see shepherds coming uh, to the Christ child to see him. And, and, you know, the angel appears to them and, and there's this great commotion and they come. And so we tend to think, you know, if, 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 if shepherds are there, then, you know, we're welcome. We're, we're the hard-working class, you know, of, of America. And, and so, like the shepherds, you know, we are welcome there. And then we see the, the, the wise men coming to the manger. And then we realize that everyone has a place with this Christ child. That everyone can come and everyone can find their place in this uh, grandiose event that God had planned for all eternity. And so, you know, the account is uh, pretty simple. The wise men come from the east. <clears throat> they come following a star. You know, we're really not told how many wise men there were in, in, this, uh, in, in this trip. Uh, the picture we see in, uh, in postcards and, you know, Christmas uh, things is they showed three, three wise men. And, and I guess that's because there was three offerings that were brought to Jesus Christ. And so, uh, we, you know, we think about it as three of them. The three wise men or the three kings and, uh, and all this. But... You know, really, the Bible doesn't say how many there was. And I don't think that's the important issue. The important issue is that they came. They came from somewhere in the east. We're not told exactly where they came from, but they came from the east. <clears throat> A lot of scholars have uh, suggested maybe they came from Babylon. You know, the, the Jews were taken prisoners years, hundreds of years before over there. One of the great prophets, Daniel, he, was, he had been in Babylon. As a matter of fact, Daniel had studied with the wise men in Babylon. He had become one of the wise men and later one of the leaders of the wise men in Babylon. And surely when he wrote his book, you know, they... They probably had a copy of it, and along with other copies. So, so the wise men, somehow, they knew about the birth of the coming Messiah, the birth of the coming Christ child. 
And so, I mean, they were wise men, you know. They did a lot better with the Daniel 60 or 70 weeks and all that that we find there. They, and so they, they knew, and, and they were, you know, obviously keeping track of time. And so when they saw that star in the far east or in the east, they knew that they had to go to Jerusalem, you know, and uh, see this child that was born, that was to be the king or the, that was the king of the Jews. So there's several lessons we can learn from this, uh, and I'm going to be reading in a little bit in Matthew chapter 2, verse 11. And there's a, a, a few lessons we can learn from this uh, time, from this uh, uh, passage that we will be reading. You know, and, and, and this whole Christmas story, there's, there's a lot of lessons there. You know, a lot of contrast in the Christmas story. You know, for example, Herod, King Herod, and the wise men. You know, a bigger contrast as you can as you can see or find between those two parties or those two sets of people. King Herod wanting to destroy the king, and he was. Uh, and Idumean, which probably he had to buy his kingship somehow, or, or you know, or rise to there by brute force. And so the wise men come and they tell him, you know, there's a king of the Jews that has just been born. So he was have none of that. He was like, uh, let's get rid of this. You know, let's get rid of this. Uh, king of the Jews. And so there's a lot of contrast, darkness and light, joy and pain and sorrow. You know, uh, those, uh, uh, all those kids that the king had murdered because he didn't want to give up his throne. You know, uh, the, the wise men, they came, they wanted to worship the Christ child and King Herod wanted to kill the Christ child. And so Matthew chapter 2 verse 11 reads as follows. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. This is the wise men. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. And so the interesting thing, and I think the most important thing in this whole Christmas story and in this uh, uh, nativity scene, uh, scene is, the, uh, is this thing right here. Uh, just like the shepherds, and the shepherds, when they heard the announcement and they were told that uh, Jesus was going to be born and he will save uh, his people from their sin, and, uh, and the angel, uh, heavenly host, you know, the sky lit up and all that whole thing, they went. You know, they, 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 they left their whole livelihood on the hillside and went to see the Christ child. And so when the wise men see the star back in, 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 the, in the east, they understand what's going on and they go 
to see this child that has been born that is the king of the Jews. You know, uh, and, and they come to the house where the young child is with Mary. You know, it, it, it's probably, probably been, you know, anywhere from a couple of several months to uh, maybe a year. In, the, in this, uh, in this uh, journey, that, uh, and they finally come to the house where he is. Uh, they, they didn't come to the manger, you know, although we, we love to see the, the, the shepherds and the, and the wise men and, you know, the, the little sheep and, and everybody at the manger. But this is probably not what happened because uh, by the time that the, the wise men come, you know, uh, Joseph and Mary are back home at their house. They're not at the stable, you know. So this is very important. And I think that if you and I want to make a connection with a Christ child, if you and I want to make a connection with Jesus Christ, a connection with Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, the creator of the universe, then we must come. We have to. We have to. We cannot establish that relationship with uh, the Son unless we are willing to come to Him. And it might cost us, and it might not, but we must be willing to come. We must be willing to come and to be there with Him. It's really interesting that these wise men saw uh, the star in the east, where they're from, and then it seems to have disappeared. And they get to Jerusalem, and the star appears again. Matthew chapter uh, 10, uh, chapter 2, verse 10 says that they were, you know, ecstatic that they saw the star again. And then from there on, the star leads them to where the child is at. So these wise men came a long distance. They sacrificed a great deal and went through, I don't know, I mean, one of them could have had a flat tire on the way. Camel broke the foot. Get a new camel or get another. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of perils, you know, and, and, and it's a long distance. And they were willing to make that trip. Now, that didn't deter them. Well, sorry, you know, uh, camel doesn't want to go anymore, so that's it. You know, I, I'd like to think that, that, that somehow they persevered through all the troubles and, and all the, 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 you know, those difficult things that they had to go through, finding water, you know, for the camels and all that and finding food for themselves. They either had to cross the desert or go around the desert to be able to make the trip from where they were coming to Jerusalem and finally Bethlehem. And so we would be doing extremely well if we forsook everything in our way and cast it aside and went and follow Jesus. Come to Jesus and, and, and meet him where he's at. And I'll tell you where he's at. Even though he's everywhere, 
He is within his church. I can worship God anyway. Yes, you can. But boy, does God enjoy his people coming together to worship him. He loves that. He's told us that. He delights in it. It's like a real nice perfume coming up to his nostrils. When all his people, when all those that he has saved gather together to worship him. So let's go. We must go. The second thing that I see in this wise men is when they come to the house, they see the young child, they see Mary, the mother, and they fall down and worship him. You know, John the Apostle wrote, the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And so when, when the wise men come and, and, and they see the Christ child, they see this, this little uh, baby or, or, or little toddler, uh, I don't know, you know, however long it took them. When they get there and they see him, they worship him. But one of the things that encourages me, and yesterday I was having this conversation with my family, and, and we're like, when we get to heaven, what, you know, I've got a bunch of questions I want to ask God. I want to ask Jesus, you know, a bunch of questions. But then I tell him, but I don't know if that's going to matter at all. <laughs> you know, he might, you know, give me an answer. After all, he loves me. He might give me the answer, but... That's not going to be an issue because we're going to be worshiping him day and night or for all eternity, all the time. And so it's important to realize that just like God, Jesus is worthy of our worship. And somehow the wise men knew this. And so they come to the house and they worship. And what better thing to do as a Christian, as a church member, than together with your church on Christmas Eve where we remember the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ and worship with other believers. The thing, third thing that I find interesting is they come to the house, they find the, the child, uh, with his mother, they fall down, they worship him, and then they open their treasures and they present it to him gifts. And Matthew says it was gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And it's really interesting that these are the gifts that are mentioned. Because these wise men, they were really wise. They knew what was going on. They really did. It wasn't just like, you know, okay, we're wise men, we're astrologers, astronomers, whatever, and, and we see the star and, oh, we know what that means, let's go. No, they knew exactly what was going on. So they bring gold. You know, gold is the most fitting gift for a king. 
Jesus, King of the Jews, and actually King of the world. And so they bring gold to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And they bring frankincense. You know, this is the stuff that the priest in the New Testament and Old Testament times at the beginning of, uh, of, of, of the church in Jesus' time, actually. You know, the, the priest at the temple, they would use this frankincense. And, and, and I believe that the wise men knew that not only Jesus was the king of the Jews and king of the world and king of kings, but that he was also going to be the high priest for everybody, even for you and me. Jesus the king, Jesus the high priest, and they bring myrrh. And this is really interesting because this is what they would put on dead bodies. Now, this is the kind of spice or perfume or, that would be put on people when they died. And so they knew exactly who Jesus was, I think. And they knew that all these gifts they were going to give to him were somehow going to define his life. And so they open their gifts and they give them to the child. So today, You know, there's a lot of things that you and I treasure in our hearts. And we guard them. And we keep them. And sometimes nobody knows about those. But tonight, I encourage you to open your heart and let all your secrets out and put them before our Lord. Let him have them. Let him have your very, very best. Whatever it is. And so I just want to encourage you that this Christmas you come to Christ and open your heart. And just worship and give yourself to him. You know, I remember growing up, we used to sing that old hymn, Just As I Am. And we would come to church, and a lot of people come to church just as they are. And they sit right there just <laughs> as they are, and they leave just as they are. Let's not do that tonight. Let us really worship the King.